Welcome to Thrive with Confidence. This podcast provides insight into the Aquios Alliance, a buying group that connects private practices with trusted vendors and expert support. We will feature discussion with our vendor partners and optometrist members while we explore topics that will empower your independence. Welcome to Thrive with Confidence. This is part three of our three-part series of Being Prepared for 2021. We welcome you today, and once again, I'm uh, here with Kirk and Tim, my business partners here at Aquios Advisors and Aquios Alliance. Hey, everyone. Good afternoon. We talked early on about what else to do when we have some of that time, whether it's late March, early May, and you mentioned with the shameless plug, which I'm, I think is, is perfect, is about staff training and bringing them out here. You know, I think that that's this year. I think if you want to reinvest in your practice, uh, reinvest in the training aspect of it, really spend the time with your staff. First off, I would thank them at the end of this year because it's been a year like no other that they've had to experience, and everybody has. You've had to wave through teaching your kids at home, and and you've had, you know, we've had to get staff through wearing a mask, and, and we've been fortunate that we have knocked on wood that we haven't really had to wear a mask every day like like a lot of the doctors and the staff have to do. And by the end of the day, you're you're mentally exhausted, you're physically exhausted from when you talk to the doctors and the staff, you hear them say it. But thank your staff, but really look at in 2021, you know, how can I invest in them? What is out there? And there's going to be some times in that March and April that you might have an advantage to to send them somewhere because you're going to have some slower times. You know, and, and I, I threw out the dollar amount earlier on an IPL. You know, it's about a $50,000 investment. Well, the analysis you do there, okay, you know, what's it going to cost? What, what am I getting back in the return and so on? With your employees, you know, when you look at the length of time it takes to train an employee, and I think we'd all agree minimum training time to where somebody can answer, we'll say, 80% of questions in a very high volume office, I say high volume because you're exposed to more, is probably in the neighborhood of four to six months. Okay. And that's a high volume office where they're exposed to a lot. The slower the office, it's going to take longer for somebody to become completely self-sufficient. But I'll tell you, you know, one of the things in, you know, in investing your most important asset is your employees, retain them. You know, you invest in them and they're with you for a longer period of time. They're with you through the end. Plus, they're willing to go above and beyond when you do send them to a training or invest in their education and allow them to have a fun time because you've got to break up the monotony. I shouldn't say monotony. Break up the repetition or routine to make them think differently so that they don't get stuck in a rut. You know, we, we, we kind of poke fun in my family of, oh, that's when my mom was in the fridge dip era. You know, every every time we'd get together, it was French dip sandwiches for like two years. And we'd break her that, and then suddenly we're into this, and then into that. People get into ruts with life, and you don't want that for your practice. And again, look at the best businesses out there and ask yourselves, you know, what can we do to be more like that? And it doesn't have to be another optometric type of, uh, or opt- optometry type business. Again, compare yourself to the best of the best businesses out there, and it's hard to argue against a company like Apple, constantly changing their things. And look what they've done. I mean, they're the store 
still aren't open to full capacity to this day and, and allowing people just to walk through their, their stores because of how busy they could get. They're, they're doing it to protect not only their customer, but also their employees. They're managing their practices much like you're managing your private practice. And, you know, just today I had a doctor say, I'm, I'm worried that we might see another shutdown. He's looking to buy a practice. And, you know, I, and I didn't say this to him and I should have, and I, I feel bad now, but I, my comment back to him should have been, you know, one of the things that optometrists have proven very clearly is one, you're essential workers. And number two, you can control the patient flow through your practice far easier than most other businesses. You know, being able to limit the walkthrough traffic to patient only, patient with guardian, patient with significant other, it's pretty easy to do. And you can stay under that social distancing risk factor that other businesses, bars, restaurants, and so on, have a much more difficult time facing. So the future is bright. And even though 2020 has been a year to remember, it's also going to be a year to try and forget. But take there's a lot of good takeaways in it, too of, you know, what has differentiated your practice. And, and it's not just a year to get through, but there's a lot of a lot of you out there that have really thrived in, uh, in, in 2020, and you'll continue to do so. One, one thing that I think is worth reiterating in all this is the leadership for every practice out there and what we're doing. Leadership and, and communicating and staying in touch with your team members, again, the most important asset you have is, is going to be even more important now going forward because there's more on everybody's plate. They, they have, again, some additional responsibilities that COVID has brought into each of your practices, but also how it's impacted your team members' home life. And it is different. So if you haven't taken the opportunity to sit down and talk with each of your team members and have a discussion with them, I would highly encourage you to do it. Because you, to get the most out of them, you they need to know that you care about them and that you love them. And the only way that's going to happen is if you sit down and have a, a conversation with them and say, Rick, how are you doing? Tim, how are you doing? It needs to be done now, more so than ever. And that's not going to go away. And I agree. A few months ago, morale was very low in a lot of practices. You know, people, and to this day, people aren't eating lunches together. They're going to their cars and eating. Um, they're social distancing from each other. They're not talking about, oh... My son did this. My daughter did this. My husband just got promoted. My whatever exciting thing is happening in their life, they're not talking about it. They're, they're holding it in. Um, so make sure in 2021 you're looking at doing some fun things to help your staff look forward to coming to, to the office, to see one another, to work with each other, talk with each other. When the weather does get nice in the northern states, get out and do a picnic. Those of you in the South, like Tim said, you know, get out and do something outdoors. Go throw a Frisbee around, disinfect it after each throw, but go throw a Frisbee around or go have a fun time playing football or something with the team. Just lighten things up. I think 2021 can definitely be a huge bounce back year for a lot of the practice. I think they've come back, they've gotten better uh, and, and, and had survived 2020, um, but I think 2021 is the time to to celebrate the fact that 2020 is over, and that we have a lot of good things that can happen in 2021, and the most being just the, the bond and the relationship you can build with your staff. Mm-hmm. I don't know, if, Tim and Rick, if you guys have had anybody talk about it yet, but I know 
client of ours over in Iowa has already sat down with his team and started planning for 2021 and different marketing events. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've shared a lot of good ideas and different things to to uh, get you out of the gate here. But, you know, sit down with your team and let them come up with some of these ideas uh, as well and start planning. Uh, get, the, get them engaged in planning. People like to do it. And I know not everybody's going to be great at it, but at least get your key staff members together and start talking about different things for 2021. It's always good to get the team involved and share their ideas because a lot of times if the, if the employees are part of the conversation and come up with the ideas, what kind of results do you usually see, Kirk? Much better because they love it when they, they can take credit for an idea. And we, we, we've all seen that before, right? But if I say, hey, Rick, do this, and you might say, well, that was his idea, not my idea. So... Yeah, it's great. Jot down a lot of different ideas and take those to the meeting for those of you that might be leading a meeting. But it's amazing how if you get other people engaged in a discussion and they start coming up with ideas that they're own, they're going to be much more willing to support those ideas, much more willing to give you a deadline of how to do those things. And all around, you're just going to have a much more engaged, happier team member. And wouldn't it be if you have the staff included in that? They're going to tell their friends and family, hey, this is my event that I created and, and when, when that, that might even create more buzz about the event taking place to help, you know, the business. And one of the things that we see when we do, when we bring on, when a new client joins and we do staff surveys, is a lot of times where they say they feel their ideas are important. And you always, in most of the surveys, you'll see at least several that say, I disagree with that, that, that they don't feel that way. So... I think this will will open up those lines of communication. It'll give them that feeling like, hey, I do matter uh, in what we do. And and they'll, like as Kirk said, you get them to buy in to the the event or whatever. It just, it's that much better for them and their their morale as well because they do get to feel like they're part uh, of a decision-making group. So, and I think that... uh, you, you know, you just tell them, no idea is a bad idea. Let's just see what's out there. Let's find, you know, the more we, choices we have to make an event better, the, the, the better it's going to be for, for the practice. So, And even on the operations side of things, I think people would be surprised if they, you know, really have that open, candid conversation with the employees of what ideas they can come up with to help make patient flow better. I mean, you you talk to a technician, for example, on an office that I recently did a visit in. She had some outstanding ideas, but she hadn't shared it with the doctor because she thought, well, he he's the doctor. How would I ever know better than him? Well, it doesn't matter if you've only been here four months. You're the one working this position. So if it means we need to shuffle something around, let, let, let's talk about it. Meaning shuffle things around, like move this instrument over to here, that one to there. If it works better for that location, do it because, you know, as we've all learned, there's no one solution for every practice. Life would be too easy, too too boring if that was the case, wouldn't yeah. it? Maybe one other thing that just maybe tying into a little bit of all this that I think it's important for all of our clients to do is, um, especially in 2021, and this just kind of ties into the whole leadership and taking really great care of team members, and that is if they, when they have their annual performance review or they have their 90 day, don't let them come to you first. You, you should be taking excellent care of um, 
of, of your team members and they shouldn't have to come in and knock on your door to say, hey, I think I've been doing a pretty good job. Yeah. Do you think we should talk, sit down and talk about my performance after the year we've just been through? There is no way that that would be a good thing to, to have happen. I think just doing them, making sure you're doing them. I mean, you know, if, you, if you're not doing them, please implement that. Make 2021 your starting point. But as Kurt said, make make it that it's important to you and, and show that to them and schedule that time with them. I think there's nothing worse than to say, oh, you know what, i got about 15 minutes. Let's go ahead and get that performance review knocked out. We've got time. No, schedule the time. Show them that it's important and, and take the time to fill it out. And give them good positive or good feedback. And also, when you when you deliver that performance evaluation, make sure you do it in a place that's going to be uninterrupted. You can focus on that individual and not be, oh, hang on just a second. You need to be able to focus in on that person to say thank you for all of your hard work and dedication. And here's what, you know, as great as you are, here's what I want to see in the future from you and reinvest in it. And again, back to, you know, team meetings as well. You know, staff retreats are huge. In fact, you know, Tim, you were supposed to participate in a, in, in a retreat at the beginning of this past month. And uh, it got canceled because of COVID. But it was a doc. Well, t- tell us what the doctor was looking for. Yeah, they were looking for team building ideas. They were looking for ways to, to motivate the staff, to, to show that they have appreciation for them. But also to say that I, I we want to develop a culture here. And, and I think that which is what led us to get ready for our next workshop. workshop that we want to do because, you know, that's one of the things that I think a lot of offices struggle with is their identity, their culture, and, and how to motivate the staff and get them to perform. And what is that patient experience and what's it look like? And, you know, when we finally kind of, when that was brought to us, we thought, you know, this would be a good way or another another great idea for a workshop to do till we could get out there to a lot of practices. So, you know, it, it's it's a matter of engaging the staff and, and getting everybody on the same page and working towards that same common goal and, if you will, rowing the boat all together in the same direction. I was just going to say, you know, when you do a retreat, yes, mission statements are important, but I think it even goes beyond a mission statement. Develop your core values. Make sure the employees all know what the leadership's core values are of where this practice is, where you want to go, how it's going to be, and what you want to be for your patients. Um, an analogy we discussed this for the workshop is, and, and we'll share this with you here and now, ask your employees, okay, uh, you know, li- list off car manufacturers, and they'll say Ford, Chevy, Lexus, Mercedes, and so on, Hyundai, Kia, and, and others, Toyota. Now say, okay, list off places people can go purchase glasses. And I'll just throw it out to you guys. Where do people go to buy glasses? Costco. Costco, first one. I would say other uh, corporate entities. Corporate so, entities, yeah. chain so, locations. Yeah, absolutely. VisionWorks. So VisionWorks. Right? Is that ironic? And I put them on the spot, and I didn't mean to do this, but notice nobody said private practice. Really? Hmm. Interesting. So now you make that list. And now what you should do is say, okay, if we were to rate... America's best. What car manufacturer are they? Okay, I didn't miss, mention Yugo or Fiat, so let's throw that by America's best. But Chevy, Ford, that's usually Pearl Lens Crafters. But then when you get to private practice, people think Lexus. Why? Because they think expensive. They think it's too expensive. 
or Mercedes will be the private practice. This was an exercise we did years ago at the practices I managed. And it was very interesting to see because every time we did this with a group, the group always came back with our offices being Ford. Everyone, Ford or Chevy. Sorry if I offended the Ford fans out there who were saying Chevy's right with them or vice versa. I know how it goes. But it was very interesting to see. Now get your staff to think differently. How do we become, how, how do we build enough value in our practice experience, our, the patient's experience, that is, while they're in our practice, to be able to, you know, show the value of a Lexus? And, there, and you don't have to have Lexus prices. People can think you have Lexus prices, but when you show them truly what you have, your prices, probably 90% of the time, are better than many of the chains we, we listed off. So do an exercise like that to help yourselves. And again, don't, don't hesitate to look up, join, and consider coming to uh, the workshop that's going to be delivered here early spring. So I, I totally love that you brought up the team meetings point, Rick, because... You know, what, what happened in March and April last oh. year, we shut down, right? And then, then what happened when offices started opening back up? Well, you had to see a reduced amount of patients. So team meetings were one of the first things yeah. that many offices that, that, that I heard, certainly, and I know you guys did too, oh, yeah. that, oh, yeah, we didn't take time for a team meeting. And many offices, I know, yeah. haven't started back up and doing team meetings. So that's very much an important thing that uh, we, we definitely need to see clients get back on uh, board and doing consistently uh, starting right away in 2021. So I love that point. And a fun oh, idea there for a team meeting, I, I, I saw a few different doctors do this, is they actually had people order in their uh, food using Grubhub or whatever. They reimbursed all the employees up to so much money to, to, for dinner, and then they did a Zoom dinner. Everybody sat around the Zoom, and they had a conversation as a team while they ate and could socialize. So even with the social distancing, because there are a lot of doctors out there right now going, geez, I can't do a holiday dinner party because we have 25, 40 employees. Yeah, you can't get that many people together. You know, that that's just putting yourselves at too much risk. So do something like that to make it fun. You some to say? Well, I think when we were talking about just the communication with them, you know, and when this first started, it was late, February going into March, we had a lot of uncertainties, and then then it started to shut down. And the one thing that I remember about early on was the number of people, not even clients, that actually made comments about uh, mainly you, Rick, because you were doing a lot of the Facebook posts almost daily. We were doing something in the morning. You were talking to them, but people just wanted to hear a voice. They wanted to hear a calming factor. They wanted they wanted to hear, you know, that that person and it didn't again, didn't even have to be in the profession because I think there were some people that even responded, Hey, I watched this, you know, thanks for saying stuff and they weren't even in the optometric industry. But I think that's what your staff needs from you and 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 to have that voice. Um, and to listen and, and to say, We're gonna be okay. Let's get back to the staff meetings, let's get back to doing this. Because we need that interaction for one, and I think it's uh, it's important to provide that to them. And, and whether it is a, a Zoom dinner, I think that's a great idea. Heck, for those of you, it's probably going to be a lot cheaper than having your your, yeah. your dinner anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if you set that limit, and again, it just uh, it gives that interaction, and it still makes them feel like they are part of a team and part of a, a practice that cares about them and their well being. 
it's and I remember saying this multiple times on those Facebook lives to him, communication is key. Every every good good company has really good communication with everybody from top to bottom, bottom to top, no matter what. And I think, you know, going into 2021, you're going to see some people making changes on their career paths. Um, some might look to leave you. Other people are going to look to leave where they're at and come to you. I mean, I think one of, we've already seen it from employees, both professionals as well as others in, in, in the optometric industry that are working in chain locations right now very commercial settings, malls and so on, looking to get out of those settings because, you know, they want to be more in control of the patient flow, the, the traffic flow, I should say, not necessarily the patient flow. The patient flow, they're in control. It's the traffic flow they can't necessarily control in a large mall setting. So, you know, be recruiting and looking for that next best person because you might you might be surprised that they might bring enough patients over to your practice with you to offset the cost of that associate OD that you'd be considering bringing on board. Nothing should be said no to if anything, I think we've learned everything is an opportunity and you look at it, you analyze it. You know, if nothing else, at least you looked at it and if you decide, no, it's not a good idea. Then you say, no, it's not a good idea. We move on. But don't ever just say no. Explore what's out there because there are opportunities out there, whether it's, you know, something different with your employees, new instrumentation, adding an, an, an optometrist to your, for your practice to help grow, especially if you're going to add a niche service like we've talked about in the past, dry eye. Um, specialty contact lenses, um, myopia management, and so on and so forth. Um, vision therapy, sports therapy, um, all those types of things. Um, I think it's a huge opportunity for everybody out there. Thank you again for joining us for another episode of Thrive with Confidence. We really appreciate it, and we look forward to 2021 and the years beyond. Aquios Advisors and Aquios Alliance is here for you, and we welcome any feedback and thoughts. Feel free to email us with any questions at info at aquiosalliance.com. Thank you.